Good day, everybody. Today is Wednesday, but not just Wednesday, Winning Wednesday. Welcome to Champions for Life podcast. I am your host, JDC, and I am so excited to be here. And before I get into the topic of today, I want to say thank you. Thank you to every one of you listeners. Thank you for caring and, you know, taking your time of your day to invest in the information that I'm sharing. Today, I want to focus the attention to parents and adolescents. And I want to talk to you about a topic that I feel is completely, completely important in achieving success and in achieving your goals and your dreams in life and all around achieving the best version of yourself. Now, what I'm going to talk about is in the topic of discipline. And I've been teaching quite a bit about this topic for the past few weeks. And the more I teach it, the more that I get insight into this amazing habit. For one, discipline is like the big, big, big elephant of all behaviors. In other words, it is king and it trumps everything else. And without it, you're not going to do life in a way that is effective or that is results uh, or desired results. So with that being said, I want to go ahead and talk to you about the five pillars of discipline. Now, why is it important for you to listen to this and to pay attention, maybe even take notes, or come back to this podcast often is because, you know, perhaps your child doesn't have initiative, doesn't really have ambition, maybe goes through some depression more than normal. Perhaps you're frustrated as a parent and you're looking at this and saying, what can I do to help? my child, develop better habits, develop initiative, have ambition, and be more active. Well, today is your day, and I'm looking forward to sharing this with you. And for you adolescents that may be listening, this is something that you want to take to heart and apply in your life. So without further ado, let's get into our topic. Now, again, my voice has not been so good the past days, if you will, but you know what? I'm getting better. So if I raise my voice, it's because it's going to project even better and I have this runchy feeling that I have now. Anyway, let's get to it. The five pillars of discipline are acceptance. Now, like in all things in life, better to accept where you are and then decide to make a change. Without acceptance, There is no improvement or change. In other words, you have to know where you're at in order to know where you're going to go. Once you have accepted that is where you are, then real change happens. Know your weaknesses and know your habits. Then decide to make that change. Like really be firm about making that change. For some, gradual works well. For others, 
instant decision to change is what works. I know people that they go slowly into another habit and all of that. For me, I like to change immediately. I have trained myself for years that, you know, this is what I need to do, that I'm just going to do it. I don't need to go slowly and little by little. But if that's what works for you, go ahead. The other pillar is firmness and strength. This is where you become single-minded, not double-minded. When you decide, focus on that decision. Stay on it, all right? Drive through every hesitation to make it happen. Make sure you control your thinking, especially when you get stuck in a mode or control the thinking that paralyzes you. This will give you the boost for momentum. It's important to create momentum when you are activating your discipline. And so if you're the person who can't think well, it's important that then you change your environment. Let me give you an example, right? I have a place where I write and I read and I pray and I don't feel the same when I'm in a different place. I've made that my place for writing, for studying, for reading, for praying, all of those things because in that place, I can get in the zone and really wake myself and really grasp on my thinking and on the things that I need to do and how I'm going to serve, etc. Okay, so if you do that, that will allow for you to be more focused and engaged effectively. Push through it and get motivated. Cheerlead yourself to success. In some other times, I call it driving your brain to success. If you believe that you can, you will. So the other pillar is be diligent. This is where most people's life becomes kind of like, you know, you become like, if, you, if in other words, this is the enemy of some people. In other words, some people don't have urgency or aren't diligent. And so you want to make this your greatest strength. And this way you're on top of the game. Be diligent. Keep in mind that the harder the challenge, the greater the reward. Sometimes I know people that quit when things get tough. It's important to keep pushing, keep going, and go through it. Because once you break through that, you're not going to feel the same. You're going to actually feel better when you break through that wall. Don't let it stop you like the average person because... This is how you're going to drive yourself to that success, right? And by the way, the reward and the fulfillment, the fulfillment you get when you receive that reward is bigger. You experience a higher level of success, of feeling of success and worth than if you did it or than if you gave up. Does that make sense? That brings me to the next pillar, tenacity. This You have to be tenacious, a person that applies yourself with vigor. Keep your eye on the price. Manage your time well so that it becomes an invested effort in you. This is where possibilities are endless when you apply this in all areas of your life. Okay, so this kind of like gives you structure. All right. Structure is Having the discipline to obey and do what is right in all aspects of your life. 
right? Even when no one is around. This is kind of like what tenacity is, right? Be that person that is tenacious on endless pursuit of success or of achieving or of going after your goals or becoming better each and every day. Which brings me to the fifth pillar, relentless pursuit. Be incessantly focused, tenacious, be a chaser of your results. Practice seeing the reward, then be relentless in your pursuit. Now, let me give you an example. I love completely to do vision exercise. I imagine, right? This is called imagery, mental imagery. I imagine myself doing what I need to do. I imagine myself getting the reward. I imagine myself overcoming. I imagine myself doing the very action that I need to do. And I create this picture in my mind and I connect myself emotionally to that. And I connect myself with all my senses, how I'm feeling, how excited I become, right? How powerful I feel. Because you know what? A powerful person is a person that knows how to get what they want in life without having to hurt other people and without having to hurt themselves. And even further, I'll take it a little further. It's even a person that knows how to be balanced even when things get tough, right? So you want to be relentless in that pursuit. Eradicate the thought of quitting from anything in your life. Keep in mind that continuous actions gives you the desired results. You know, I often tell people, how can you be denied if you are so focused, action-oriented into what you want? You can't. It's impossible. You just got to stick with it, keep going, visualize it, feel it, connect with it, do it. Undeniable becomes the motto of your life. You know, you want to be that person. No, I can't be denied. I believe like that. This is where it all changes for good. This is where things begin to happen in you and outside of you. The pain of starting and doing becomes the catalyst for the pleasure of your reward. This is where you want it bad enough that you do whatever it takes, whatever is morally whatever is ethical, whatever without hurting anyone or yourself. Be accountable to someone and to yourself. And guess what? You're going to see the magic happen. So there you have it. The five pillars of discipline. Okay? I'm going to summarize for you now. They are acceptance, firmness of strength, be diligent, be tenacious, and be relentless in your pursuit. These are the five things, the five pillars of discipline that I know that when you apply it, I mean, I'm telling you, you're going to kick some butt. You're going to do amazing. I hope this was enjoyable for you. Take notes, but more importantly, Take action. And if you're a parent of an adolescent, this is how you can help them. Explain to them. Go over it with them what these five pillars are, how it can help them in their life. 
how they can see it, how they can achieve it. By the way, I'm putting together a seven to maybe nine week course that will help parents of adolescents and the adolescent to work together to be able to communicate, to be able to come out of poor habits and replace their habits with empowering habits, to change their beliefs in that low self-esteem, low confidence, the I can't mentality, to the yes I can, to the successful thinking, to achievement, fulfillment through achievement. Poor behavior to positive behavior from disruptive to productive. If you're interested, you know, leave me a comment. Let me know because I'm going to be launching this in a few weeks. I hope that you actually connect with me because I have dedicated my entire life to helping families and adolescents to become that person that they're intended to become, to be able to achieve their destiny, to break through procrastination, which is actually the killer of destiny. And so when you do this and you work with me, these are the things that you're going to be able to, at the end of your seven or nine week course, you're going to be able to communicate better, work with your child, be in a relationship that you've always dreamed about. And you're going to see a turnaround, like almost like magically happen with your child, with your adolescent child, especially if they are troubled or at youth, at risk youth child. So with that, guys, I want to say thank you for listening. You have an amazing day today. Go be a winner and a champion because today is Winning Wednesday. Until next time, this is JDC, your host. Talk to you on the next one. Hey, good afternoon. Welcome to Champions for Life. I am JDC, your host. Today's segment is Martial Arts Monday. And I'm so excited. I thank you for being a good listener and uh, sharing and uh, getting our podcast out there to more and more listeners. So I'm really excited about that. Uh, let me take care of the housekeeping up front today instead of in the back. So... Uh, you can follow me on Facebook at JDC Success Coaching and Consulting. You can also friend me on Facebook at Jose DeServo. And you can follow me on Instagram in my coaching page, Jose DeServo. And you can find me on Google and Twitter and all of that. Um, YouTube just started a YouTube channel, JDC Success Coaching and Consulting. Uh, I only have one video up so far, but that's in the works to grow and to expand. So I really appreciate it if you guys give me some feedback. By the way, if you want to be part of my insider group, which I will be sharing um, on a weekly basis, um, tools and strategies and motivation and uh, things that help you to become awesome as a person, as a parent, uh, and as a successful entrepreneur or, or a successful uh, person as a whole. So I'm going to be sharing quite a few things in there with the aim to equip you and build you for better communication with your family and do successful at your life. Now, that is complete. Let me get into the topic of today, which I am so pumped up about it. 
Uh, today being Martial Arts Monday, I'm not going to interview anybody. I'm going to talk about how we build structure in our school and why is it important to have structure in your life. Now, when we think about structure, we're thinking about, you know, like school, for example, they have structure, right? Kids don't like it, but you know, as a parent, you're like, you got to go to school, right? Like it's a non-negotiable, right? Uh, and, and good for you. It's supposed to be like they need to go and get educated, right? Uh, and then at home, you have structure. And uh, maybe it's different from home to home, but you have some kind of structure, right? And then here in our martial arts school, we have another set of structure. Now, the one that I'm talking about here is intentionally done to develop a person as a leader from the three-year-old all the way to the adult. And what has what it has done, and um, I have been, uh, uh, what do you call that? Um, looking for the word. I, I, am, I am privileged. I have the privilege to know that families have gone home reassess their structure out of the ideas that they have gotten from the structure we have here in the dojo at the academy. And so that is an amazing privilege. And uh, I'm excited because proven over and over to develop leaders in an amazing way. I think that everybody should take martial arts. I think that everybody should take martial arts in a school that has structure. But I also believe that everybody should do martial arts in a school that has structure, that develops you as a leader. So that's what we do here at Sovereign Martial Arts Academy. And let me tell you why it's so good to have structure in martial arts. Number one, it allows you to understand healthy boundaries. Okay? It also allows you to become an amazing leader day by day. So every day you come in, it's intentional. Everything we do to develop you as a leader. We line up in a certain way. Students know exactly how to line up. We do inspections on their uniforms, how their belts are tied, etc. We collect the cards, right, for attendance. We do things that, you know, how you bow on the mat, how you bow into the school, you greeting the families, every family, right? We want you to have the etiquette that if you're awesome, you're going to be awesome everywhere, not just here. And if you're awesome here, you're going to be awesome at home. So it's really exciting how this is done, right? We have a lesson that we incorporate in our floor is part of the Training is not a separate thing in, inside of, it's not a separate thing that we throw into the training. It is intertwined with the training. So if you were a witness, if you were a spectator, you would know exactly what the lesson is because it's part of the training itself. So what we're doing is we're taking the martial arts as a tool to develop you as a leader in an intentional way. Very, very methodical. And we love that. Otherwise, it's just movement. And anybody can do movement. You can learn. Actually, you can learn drills and martial arts and all of that from YouTube. May not be outstanding, but you can learn the movements. And so what we do is we go 
We use the movement as a way to integrate a life lesson into the person so they can gain understanding mentally, physically, emotionally, and spiritually to become the leader that they need to become. We also have students learning public speaking, how to address a public, how to address parents, how to address their team, their group, right? We'll teach them the etiquette of public speaking. And one thing that I really, really love, really love, is that they learn that, yes, they can. When they come in here, our goal is that they listen to the phrase, yes, I can, more than 20 times in a class. And the reason for that is, imagine out there how it is. You're listening to everybody tell you you can't do something. Very few people are going to encourage you and tell you that, yes, you can, and all of that. But more people are going to tell you you cannot do something. Even your own internal voice is going to tell you that you can't do something. It's going to conflict with what you want to do. I know for myself, many times, I hear my voice saying, yes, I can, because I may face a situation or a challenge, and I'm like, man, this is tough. How am I going to handle this? And immediately I hear, but yes, I can. Yes, you can. And so we want every student to internalize that and to make it part of their system of belief, that they can believe that, yes, they can, and that we sustain it with proper action, that they can develop rooted beliefs that they can overcome and be more than a conqueror. And so then we have our awesome student creeds. Now, when I tell you that even the four-year-olds say the entire creed, they have memorized it. We also make sure that they learn it, but that they live it. So we don't want you to be memorizing things, but not being those things. Whatever we say, we don't even have it written on the walls. I don't want the school to look like, you know, respect and discipline, all of that. We want you to be about it. We want the students to live their life in such a manner of discipline, of respect, of honesty, of loyalty, self-control, etc. Right? So our student creeds are there as a guide to help the student in a way that they can do life successfully, honorably respectfully. And so this way, I've noticed that everyone that comes into our schools really enjoys this part because, I mean, what parent, what family doesn't want their um, kids to develop as leaders? But even more specifically, what parents would pass on the opportunity to have their children in an environment, a culture that intentionally develops them as leaders. Powerful, very powerful. And so the other thing that I have the students do in our culture is that when they leave, they need to say goodbye. They don't just walk out. They say goodbye to all the leaders. They say goodbye to the parents. And they say goodbye at the door. And we have a code for that. 
on how they do that. So that they intentionally start to anchor in the proper behavior that they need to display. Not only here, but like I said, outside as well. That's what gets me excited. That's what gets me super pumped. And so with that, I want you to know that maybe reevaluate the structure in your home if you think you can do it better. If you think you can improve your structure where the entire family is working together as one unit to build, to be in sync, to grow, and to be strong together. That's powerful. Imagine the military, right? Uh, my, I was in church. My pastor put a video, and she showed us a platoon and a platoon leader. And in the platoon, the leader was making the commands, and the platoon was moving in sync, physically, mentally, and verbally, with the things that they had to say. Imagine that they go to war, and when it times for all of those exercises to count, that if they didn't train themselves every day to be in sync, to have a system that develops them together, to be powerful together. Imagine that they went to war and everybody went their own way, however they felt like doing it. What a disaster that would be. That's why having structure is so powerful. Because having structure allows you to move in sync, allows you to be powerful together, allows you to really develop as one unit moving in the same direction with the speed necessary to achieve the success in your family, in your business, in your life, in your studies, in your relationships, everything. Every, every aspect of your life. Well, I hope that this was helpful and uh, that you liked it. If you did, leave us a comment. Share this episode with others that you think it may, it may be helpful for them. And I'd love to hear more from you. And uh, let me know if you want to be part of the Insider uh, Tips group. And I'll be glad to put you there. Until next time, this is JDC, Shion DeServo, and I'll speak to you on the next one.